0: BBC Podcasts, local voices on demand. Hello, thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott. The McGrail inquiry has been delayed. Christine Vasquez is our news editor. Uh, That news, Christine, broke just before 12 o'clock. And it it follows a, a document published by the inquiry with comments by the chairman, the retired judge, Sir Peter Openshaw.
1: That's right, Jonathan. I don't know how much of a surprise it will come to anybody that it has been delayed. Uh, there was a lot of talk that a uh, September date would be unlikely. So I think that the the main thrust, the, the news today, is why it's been delayed. Um, as you've said, the, the Senior Investigating Officer, John McVeigh, has stressed to the inquiry the risk of prejudicing an active investigation and any future criminal trial, this is something that the chairman has obviously taken on board. Um, he has decided that an inquiry cannot go ahead until that uh, investigation has concluded.
0: And it follows um, uh, an urgent appeal uh, by John McVeigh, the senior investigating officer who who took some information to the inquiry chairman. Some of it was confidential because it's an ongoing police investigation right. uh, but but the, the the long and the short of it is that there are uh, some individuals who may have uh, received incentives for giving their their evidence and that's what the police is looking at and while the police are looking at that the inquiry uh, cannot proceed because uh, th- there are there is evidence which uh, which could be impacted in some way
1: that's right. And obviously, uh, the inquiry does not want to take that risk. He's made it very clear that he um, he's he's not going to risk that happening. Um, as we said earlier, either prejudicing an active investigation or a future criminal trial. Um, we know that there are two people under arrest still. So one was a former police officer. The other one was a serving police officer they were under arrest for fabricating evidence in support of allegations against Ian McGrail and uh, the other for attempting to pervert the course of justice. So we already know uh, we've seen ups and downs surrounding the inquiry. And um, this is just the latest to happen. Let me just explain what has happened today and what this... um, report has been about so basically what the chairman was looking at was whether he could split the the hearings whether he could um, decide whether the main inquiry could have been split with evidence heard in september or october we know that that initial date was in september from witnesses not touching on and i'm trying to quote as as much as possible or being concerned with the matters which are subject to the criminal investigation and then he thought that perhaps he looked at the idea of a second hearing that could have been listed at a later date. So the chairman decided against this, he said, for various reasons, including that it would be very, very difficult to try and divide the evidence between the matters related to and unrelated to the investigation. There would be a lot of um, duplication. And then, of course, he, he did look at the cost implications of splitting this inquiry Um so he said it would have been at greater public expense. And we said that duplication, the idea that there are more days involved. So those are the reasons that he's given for uh, going against having split the, the hearings.
0: So so then it won't happen in September at all, September, October, uh, and we don't yet know when the McGrail inquiry will be able to proceed because it's an active criminal investigation which has a bearing on... The inquiry itself, and until the uh, th- that police investigation develops sufficiently we we won't know
1: no that's right we we won't we won't know how long the investigation is going to take um I think the inquiry is very conscious of the public need to get this done as quickly as possible. There are people who perhaps query whether the, the whole inquiry might be pulled at some stage. So, yes, so what do we know in terms of dates? So, he, the, the chairman has set a preliminary hearing over two days for the 25th and 26th of October. However, Mr. McGrail's counsel is unavailable on these dates, so we don't even know when that preliminary uh, inquiry could take place. It would have looked at issues around the nolle prosequi. Uh, applications for restriction orders and further directions for the main inquiry and dependent, as you said, on the status of the criminal investigation. Okay,
0: and this is not the reason that we thought um, there could be a delay in the McGrail inquiry. We had heard at the last preliminary hearing Sir Peter Gaduana, the former chief minister, um, counsel for the current chief minister, as well as the government and the attorney general, Uh, Sir Peter said that he would be making representations on the possibility of uh, the election of an election campaign. We know an election is expected later this year and Sir Peter said uh, that uh, he had been asked to give notice that uh, they would be making representations on this idea that an election campaign could be happening at the same time as the McGrail inquiry. Um, so, So that planted the seed in our minds that it could be that the inquiry would have to be pushed back to not coincide with an election, but as it happens it's been pushed back because of a criminal investigation and if you're just joining us, that investigation it concerns allegations that witnesses may have received incentives to provide evidence to the inquiry. So a lot a lot to chew on there, Christine, but the, the long and the short of it is the inquiry is delayed
1: and the the police investigations delayed. continue. So uh, if um, Mr McGrail's counsel can make it on the 25th, 26th of October, if something can be arranged around the windows where already the core participants have said that they can be present, then we're looking end of October for a preliminary inquiry. That means we're not looking at an inquiry till at least November. Of course, we don't know, as you say, the date for an election. Um, Going by what the Chief Minister said on direct democracy, we have sort of thought that an election would take place September, October, called in September, perhaps held in October. Um, That would coincide with these sort of dates as well. We could have an election perhaps called in September, held in October, and then the inquiry would take place October, November. Well, November definitely. Uh, Perhaps we could have a preliminary end of October. So, uh, yes, it is looking likely that it would be, after an election but as you say it doesn't depend on that it depends on how fast that uh, investigation that criminal investigation can be completed for
0: and to be clear there's no suggestion that the criminal investigation touches on Mr McGrail himself the the criminal investigation he had been arrested on for a number of matters and has since been released from arrest so this is presumably Other people uh, who have been arrested that we know of uh, that we've reported on. This would actually one police officer and one former police officer springs to mind, but
1: this would actually favour Mr. McGrail's counsel who have been saying uh, throughout that uh, there has been that that there are other issues uh, around it. So, yes, so this would be whether. The the criminal investigation would actually be on whether the evidence that will be presented to the inquiry is legitimate. That criminal investigation would have to conclude before the inquiry, as we've said. And so two strands, whether that investigation, whether we're having reliable witnesses at the inquiry and whether um, holding that inquiry would prejudice the, the investigation
0: all right uh christine vasquez our news editor um i'm sure that we'll discuss the uh the mcgrail inquiry again in the in the coming weeks and months but jonathan
1: uh, how sleepy uh an august friday did you think today was going to
0: be <laughs> yes middle of august what could possibly happen right let me tell you now what Mr. McGrail's legal team thinks of this because uh, GBC reached out to Charles Gomez and co uh, who represent the former police commissioner and and they have said that Mr. McGrail accepts that Sir Peter Openshaw's uh, rule. they accept Sir Peter Sh- Openshaw's ruling. They are, however, dismayed that the inquiry has had to be adjourned to a date in the future which has not yet been fixed. They say Mr. McGrail has been enduring the consequences of these issues before the inquiry for over three years. His life has been on hold since then and he and his family have suffered the natural anxiety associated with this process and they say that the police investigation referred to in the ruling is not new the possibility that potential witnesses before the inquiry were receiving incentives to provide evidence against mr mcgrail has been known to the royal gibraltar police since early 2021 according to mr mcgrail's lawyers we're going to talk art. And even before that, we're going to uh, look at the um, at the hospital entrance. Uh, plans to use £2.8 million from the COVID fund uh, from your donations to refurbish the main entrance to St Bernard's Hospital and the primary care centre remain under review. When the proposal was announced, we received over 100 comments on our social media channels from members of the public, from you, Uh, and the majority of them were negative, it has to be said. Many suggesting that the money could be better used to improve the current healthcare system, quite a few of them pointing to the mental healthcare offering as well. And at that time, uh, my producer, Kellyanne Borge, put those comments to Government Minister John Cortez on this very program.
2: I think it's a the right way of doing it. I think the the community has to have a say and these are valid comments that I am sure that the GHA will bear in mind and I will certainly transmit them to them now that I've heard them. I, I hadn't heard those uh, responses mm-hmm. These before. are just
3: a few. We've had nearly sure. 60, as well as a couple of callers who, who've rung in since the show began. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I could go on. this says, uh, what they need to improve is the appointment system. What a waste of money. Joe says, the entrance is fine as it is. Buy new ambulances and hire the different therapists needed for people with special needs. Some haven't seen a therapist for over a year. Uh, I mean, the GHA is consulting uh, the yeah. public on this. So, if the feedback is that people don't think the money should be used on this refurbishment would government reconsider going ahead with these plans Well,
0: i can't speak for the gha and i can't speak No, but as a for, member for of government ministry, and as I a
3: public, public health minister i think the
2: public is letting the gha know very clearly from what i hear um what it feels and i think the gha uh, will
0: respond That was Minister John Cortez reacting to your comments on proposals to spend £2.8 million to refurbish the entrance of the hospital and the primary care centre. Um, Now, Health Minister Albert Isola has confirmed to GBC that those plans are still under review and that the health authority will go through all feedback before taking a decision. He said this to us.
4: The reason we've done the consultation is precisely for that purpose. Uh, We fully understand and appreciate that those monies are monies that were gifted to us um, during the COVID epidemic. And what we committed to do at the time was to spend the money in a way that was benefit to the entire community. And this new uh, work of the hospital, which will unite the PCC and St. Bernard's, provide a fit-for-purpose seating area and waiting area, which will relieve hospital areas for clinical use by having one area in in the entrance, by having a complete new floor of office uh, administration space for hospital which is needed again we pull everyone to that area and release areas for clinical use we believe that was a fantastic way of spending people's money but of course the reason we've done a consultation is to listen to them so we will go through all of those comments of people that have participated in the process we'll, we will engage with them where ideas come forward There may be changes, there may not be changes, we may not do it, um, but that's the whole point of this process. So we will wait and see how it evolves, we'll wait and see what the feedback we get is, and then we'll take it forward.
0: Health Minister Albert Isola confirming that plans to use £2.8 million from the Covid fund donated by the public to refurbish the main entrance to St Bernard's Hospital and the primary care centre, those plans remain under review. Annette says, please use this money for health services, not for refurbishment. Use them for mental health. Use them to pay consultants to get rid of the massive waiting lists in orthopaedics. Use it for more staff. Use it for more equipment. We're going to talk about the cardboard boat race now, as it's just a week away. And uh, you, you, I don't know if that's enough time, really, to put together uh, a winning cardboard uh, boat race entry, but it's certainly enough time to have a go and have a little bit of fun. Uh, good afternoon to Darren Olivero, Clive Reid, Kendris, and Louise is here too. Uh, good afternoon, Louise Saint. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Um, h- how difficult is it to build a sturdy cardboard <coughs> boat race? It sounds like a, something that's... An, an oxymoron impossible no?
2: <laughs> yeah we've been doing it for a number of years now so it's certainly possible uh, layers are your friend, so layer up your cardboard and uh, you can use tape and glue to join bits together and then just cardboard and paint it so, uh, so yeah it's great you're, fun.
0: Y- you're making it sound more simple than it is surely no?
2: Well, uh, there's a, a lot of ingenuity goes into the decoration. Yeah, yeah. Uh, building the hull of the boat is is the easy bit. It's the decorations that people then put up afterwards uh, that really make it uh, spectacular.
0: And, and that's and that's part of the fun, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. And also, you don't want to give away any of the tactics, do you? Exactly, the, secrets right, to the good yeah. boat. Yeah. Secrets and tactics. Yes. No, so, so, so this is—is no. is this a competitive? Well, ca- we are here to, get, races, to make sure we keep hold of last year's winning title. So, <laughs> ah, Louise, you're last year's winner. Congratulations. <laughs> what, 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 um, what was your entry called? Um, the, the, the boat
5: was uh, last year's boat was called uh, a Blaze. Uh, Blaze being the name of the youngest constructor we had on the uh, on the shipwrights side of uh, of the matter I I was the chief welder. <laughs> welder you didn't actually weld. <laughs> no well I say welder, I have PVA glue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is, I mean I mean th- this is such a fun event. No I mean like everybody taking part. Th- th- there's an element of Competitiveness, because you know why not but um but it's just it 's just really good fun, huh? yeah, well, this is actually my first year doing it. It was my colleagues from work who were in the kayak last year. I'm part again of the building team this year, but also in the tug of war which i 'm quite looking forward to, so it 's just a great, great for the team, great for work for everybody to get together and do something fun
5: team building oh, and yeah. yeah absolutely uh the thing is every place of work is different has its own things. Uh, Louise and I often actually work together, uh, but there are other... Where do you work? uh, We're from the Specialist Medical Clinic in Ah, the ICC. And uh, there are other peoples in the organisation who I don't come across on a daily basis. Uh, But this is a theme, a a general common purpose. We can all get together, and it's it's great fun. People who normally, yeah, work at the same establishment but don't have much interaction with each other are getting together for this common cause, and for a good cause at the same time, of course. Of course, yeah.
0: Very good cause. Uh, You're raising money uh, for? This year
2: it's uh, GBC Open Day and uh, Prostate Cancer Gibraltar.
0: Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, and and we've, we've spoken to the guys running the prostate cancer charity, and they do some some excellent work. Um, so if somebody's listening, uh, they've got a week to, to get their entry together, Darren. Um, uh, and Maybe you can provide some incentive, uh, not just to support charity and have a great time, but, the, but there are some prizes as well.
2: That's right. We've got um, trophies for the top three places. Uh, There's also prizes for the best fancy dress, uh, for the best boat design, and uh, if your boat building skills are not up to scratch, there is also a prize for the most dramatic sinking. (laughs) Uh, So... (laughs) Uh, there's loads of prizes there. Apart from a trophy, there'll also be bill vouchers and different vouchers uh, going as well. So, uh, so yeah, there's plenty of big
0: one. laughs for the most dramatic sinking. That's Sh- right. Surely that's uh, to be expected, no? Like uh, when you when you have a cardboard boat race, some of the entries just don't stand yes, a chance. You, you,
2: that's right. You're guaranteed that someone will sink. Uh, but we were talking about it outside that sometimes it's the ones that you look that look the most flimsy end up shooting off and winning the race. So yeah, you, 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 it's difficult to tell.
0: I didn't but, expect that actually,
5: but, yeah. but you're quite right. I mean, the whole thing is it's, it's, it's almost designed to fail isn't it and that's where the fun is everyone goes down prepared to get wet everyone gets wet to a greater or lesser extent and what the heck it's all
0: it's all all fun <laughs> and looking uh, forward to it yes mm-hmm. good excellent um so so what's different this year
2: we've added an extra event this year um which is yeah, the sure. kayak right, tug yeah. of war and uh, basically we're going to have two kayaks that will provide facing in opposite directions tied together with a rope Uh, two-person cruise in each one. These
0: are actual kayaks, not cardboard kayaks. Actual proper kayaks
2: and uh, provided very kindly by the Gibraltar uh, Kayak Association. And um, basically, they'll be facing in opposite directions, tied with a rope, and they can see who can out-paddle the other one and drag the other Great. crew backwards. So it should be a, an extra fun event to add to. Excellent. Um, we start off at 10 o'clock at Case Mates, which is where the judging takes place. Uh, then about... Um, so the
0: judging is purely on how aesthetic the, the, the Exactly. The, the cu- there's best boat, boat design,
2: and there's a prize for the best fancy dress as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have... Uh, uh, Her Worship, the Mayor Carmen Gomi, is coming down. We have Miss Mr. Gibraltar, Mrs Gibraltar, Edwin Reyes. Um, we have someone from Prostate Cancer Society as well, and they'll be judging uh, they'll be adjudicating gorgeous, those yeah. prices. Sounds good. And then you move across to Ocean Village? That's right. At about 11.40, we head over in a procession across to um, Ocean Village. Uh, the first race will be the Junior Race, which starts at midday and then everything flows after that. We've also got in attendance the, um, a number of cosplay characters. We will have Aquaman in attendance, Captain Jack Sparrow, and we've also got the Stormtroopers from the 501st Legion, who I believe are bringing Darth Vader with them as well. Ah, oh, the, uh, uh, THE Darth Vader. THE Darth Vader. Wow. Right, what a <laughs>
0: art. Do you like art? Um, do, you, do you understand abstract art? Sometimes I find myself scratching my head to try and understand it, but hopefully uh, I've been joined in the studio now by a Polish artist who works and dresses in black and white always and wants your views uh, on her latest series. Hopefully Dorota Ziss can help me to understand um, what abstract art is and the process and how important the process is. Um, good afternoon. Welcome uh, to the Radio Gibraltar Studios Dorota, uh, currently, uh, have a, you currently have a, an exhibition at the Fine Arts Gallery uh, named Layers of Reflection. Uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it yet, uh, tell us a little bit about
3: it. Hello, Jonathan. It's really nice to meet you. Uh, yes, uh, of course, I'm wearing black and white, but I didn't know that it will be such an important information. It was just, uh, you know, Redactor pointed out because she asked me and uh, when she came to our exhibition, she asked me like, why you are wearing black? And maybe it's like because of the art that I asked and know it's like my everyday life. So we just start, start the conversation about it. Uh, so, so, so black and white is, is big
0: for you, no? Yeah, you?
3: it's like, it's, uh, I didn't know it's like now I will be famous in whole Gibraltar from this, but. <laughs> but i just like monochromatic art i just like these two colors they are really like intriguing for me and i think they are classic and you know it's uh, it's uh, really easy to, <laughs> to find something in your wardrobe also but let's go back to the art um A of reflection it's my exhibition when i showing two series one it's like power of isolation and the second is monochromatic language. The one you point out that uh, whatever it is I don't understand abstract it's like monochromatic language and it's like conversation with my ego so um, it's look like a bit like alphabet that I have in my mind and uh, I wanted to show it to the viewers and they are coming to my exhibition and asking me what is this what does it mean uh, they see things, uh, other things that I wanted uh, but I uh, It's provoked a um, nice conversation with the viewers in the gallery, so this is what I wanted uh, to achieve there.
0: So for anybody who hasn't seen um, this exhibition, it's, it's, it's quite simple. No? They, uh, you used uh, a phrase in the GBC News television piece last night, which is what I had already uh, thought of as soon as I saw the images, which is that they look a little bit like um, Oriental um, characters, like maybe Japanese <laughs> characters. No?
3: And this is what you see. Uh, other people see some kind of alphabet. Uh, other people see like uh, some kind of frames uh, and memories. Uh, but uh, for me it's just like uh, when you close your eyes and you have like uh, some kind of uh, meaningful symbols in your mind so this is this is what I wanted to show uh, but uh, there is other series also on this exhibition, it's a power of isolation and it's more figurative I show there like um, uh, drawings of the humans in the fatal position and they are struggling with the mother world they are struggling in the like uh, connection in the internet so there are two series uh, and i would like viewers to uh, comp- com- uh, like see both of them because they are looking really nice together and they see also like uh, my way how i um how i paint like the other series
0: Okay, so sometimes I mean the the way that I said that I the reason I said that I sometimes don't understand abstract yeah. art is because um, I, I've seen, for example, uh, I think a, a Jackson Pollock in yeah. in um, in London and thought maybe my child could ha- could have done that, but then I, I know that's sort of an extremely ignorant um, uh, sort of thing to say, but it does you know if if you don't understand the process. Uh, and the intended meaning behind it, 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 it's not obvious, like, you know, how much yes. work and how much yes. thinking and how much training has yes. gone into the final piece. No?
3: Yes. Uh, for this uh, series, I make like more than 100 uh, sketches, and uh, there were no on the vernisage, but viewers now have a, a possibility to see also like the sketches they were before the uh, paintings uh, were made by me. But yeah, it's like a process. Sometimes the process, is more important um, than the than the picture that is in the end, and uh, you have to go into it. You have to understand yourself, but you also under- have to understand what the viewers would like to uh, would like to see there. So yeah, it, but don't worry. This uh, example with the pollock, it's <laughs> it's a normal. Everybody said, but that's why I like to have my viewers on the exhibition. Then we can talk. Then I can share more information about it.
0: And I read as well that art is supposed to be um, about um, inviting questions and different opinions it's not supposed to be like a, a closed shop this is what you need to think about this
3: yes it always have to be this way because I uh, also make like a lot of pictures for the clients like more like interior design so it's uh it's a different story yeah? this is an abstract that it's looking more like uh let's say piece of art uh, in the interior but this uh, series are uh, generally more like conversation. They are more into a viewers and they are more like for a gallery to uh, talk with the viewers, to show a uh, community in Gibraltar that the art is, it's not like you said, only like the piece of art, but it's like also like uh, they can connect with this and they can uh, talk about it. That's why I would like to, I wanted to, to show it here.
0: Excellent. So, so um, you're originally from Poland, but yes. currently based in Marbella, just up the uh, coast?
3: Currently I'm based in Sotogrande, uh, so it's not far from here. Uh, and I really like the place where I live. It's international. A uh, lot of people, uh, there is like a really nice, uh, uh, maybe not artwork, but there is like really nice space to, to live. And I have like a studio there, so yes.
0: Excellent. And um, y- you um, uh, sort of are, are exhibiting now and also have another exhibition later on in the year?
3: Yes, uh, I will have like exhibition now. I have uh, exhibition in Fine Arts Gallery, Gibraltar, but at 17th of August, I will have also exhibition in Gemma. And I will show uh, different series. So I welcome also uh, uh, the same people that they were now on my vernisage because it will be new collection. And uh, yeah, I'm really happy. And maybe I will come back to Gibraltar in September. Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar today. I'm Kellyanne Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one.
0: GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand.